guys welcome back to another weird wednesday i'm ashers and this is pat o'sullivan so i wanted to kind of take a minute uh this week and explain a little bit of the situation that's kind of going on with the podcast right now um if you guys didn't realize or didn't know or maybe i didn't make it very relevant or known but um pat is the official co-host now to to the show so congratulations pat was this up for debate was somebody <laughs> was someone calling me an imposter no why, why, do you, why do you feel the need to stress this <laughs> because because we have been doing a lot of work lately and kind of not not we've not been changing the podcast but rather upgrading it and um you know i just i guess i wanted to to make that clear that it's not exactly a rebranding that we're doing um we're just trying to find ways to to make it better and you know make it a little more enjoyable for everybody to listen to and just kind of get everybody on the same page and <laughs> i don't know i just thought that that needed to be you know we just kind of needed to give an explanation you know the twitter account lately has been uh has been popping thanks to, thanks to pat here mostly um, oh yeah i mean it, that's that's uh i guess yeah there's been a little bit of activity there because i have the i have i got the password to it yeah so. i mean there's there's been some changes so you know it's just been you know what it is so i just wanted to like i said i just wanted to let everybody know that you know we're kind of doing some things um you know soon one of these days um whenever you know maybe when i'm not so lazy or, or busy with other stuff i guess i should say <laughs> um we'll add some music here and that'll be great so it, you know expect that in the future so <laughs> oh yeah was i supposed to do I forgot. no no you weren't <laughs> okay. no you weren't <laughs> yeah, right. i remember we had, we had a meeting about this stuff and I, I think i've got a quarter of it done which is usually like which is usually like how it works for me like i'll say okay yeah i'm gonna do like 10 things and then i get like four of them done but yeah. I mean, four is better than zero. So exactly. that's the way I always look at it. It's like, I, I don't usually get everything done that I say I'm going to get done, but I get shit. I mean, at least I move the ball forward a little sure. bit. You know? Yeah. No, 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 no. You're fine. You, you weren't supposed to do, right. I don't think, I don't think we've like solidified anything else. I don't, like I said, I just wanted people to know, like I said, it's, it's the same show. We're doing the same, the same shit, same content. It's just that, you know, we're making it a little bit better. So. Sure. <laughs> and by the way, the, the Twitter account is at Wednesday's talk so if you're not following us there follow us there because i i you know we'll we'll repost this um the show itself but we'll also uh i know we retweet lots of cool stuff <laughs> there's a <laughs> picture of somebody from throwback tuesday jesus christ look what? at you me on my throwback yeah. <laughs> from last year <laughs> all the way that, from last year remember last year pat <laughs> hey man it's not the years it's the mileage i mean that's <laughs> it looks like another fucking lifetime ago um but yeah so i i try to like the and it's and that was actually why i kind of wanted um i wanted the twitter account was because uh there's lots of times where like i'll see stuff and i'll retweet it on my own account and i'm like yeah i'm like but this would be really cool for the podcast because this is the yeah. kind of stuff that like the podcast is into so i mean it's a lot of like it's just i try to i try to get on there at least every day or two and like retweet something or pass stuff along so if you like content if you like what we're doing on the show this is just an extension of that yeah. and it's not it's not you know you know it's not very self-serving i'm not sitting there trying to pimp myself or anything but right. you, if, you you're, if you're if you're into like i mean yeah weird articles and shit like i like to do that I like yeah, to share definitely. That stuff you know that, that way you guys don't have to you know look at all my other other it's like if you're not into like the horror thing or whatever you know maybe you're just into my my weird talk then you know go follow the the podcast page and and you know do that or you know whatever it's just a little more topic friendly for for the show itself so um sure 
And then I think like eventually we should start doing like polls and more like, you know, fan interaction and things like that, you know, as we um, put it out there more and let people know that it, it exists. So um, I think yeah. that'll, that'll be fun. But yeah, so no, I just wanted to say that. Um, otherwise, um, I think we should talk about, <laughs> I think we should talk about this first. So and you, you already know. <laughs> I think we should do a whole episode. I, I think I think we should let this episode be as long as possible because you're going to tell the story and I don't think that you should feel confined to keep it under 10 minutes. I think you should just I think you should just let it out. You think I should tell so, the story now? Or you think yes. So, Sweet Christ. This is like this, gonna, for, for people. Go on. Well, I'm going to shut the I'm fuck up and the, let you do it. I'm going to give the short version. I'm going to try to give the short version and I don't know how much I'm going get, to get into it exactly. Okay. So I, I get a lot of people that contact me about various things you know so, some people are fans some people just want to you know know who i am some people right. are contactees some people have sightings some people have ghosts in their house it just it's a wide range of things and and that's great it's wonderful that's why i love what i do i love people i love helping people um and the investigations i mean they really you know they get me hot so <laughs> i had an interesting contact from somebody who was who wanted to build their brand um I mean, I guess that's it. They wanted to build their brand, you know, and, um, you know, I'm kind of talking to him about it. He's telling me how his brand and what he does is really low key. He's like explaining that he does some type of, of show at his house and I'm not really understanding what he's saying. So I'm kind of like, well, you know, for one, I don't, I don't do sex work, so I, I can't help you there. Number two, you kind of need the internet to, you know, to do these, these things. And, He's just so insistent uh, of not using the internet to do this thing. And I'm like, you know, curiosity got the better of me. And I'm like, well, what do you do? Um, and the guy basically comes out and tells me that, you know, pretty much um, that. He is in possession of. He has this massive cock. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not just massive, but I mean, there it was. Not, and I'm, I'm not going to. I'm going to try to keep you on the rails with this because I understand you're like just so overloaded with so much information here. But th so basically, out of the blue, you get contacted by right. someone yeah. who's a fellow content creator, yeah. and he's looking he's looking for advice. He's looking to p potentially network in some way. He's looking to expand his audience base, right. and he wants yeah he wants he wants to kind of like collaborate with you in some way, not necessarily where you're talent, but where you could just offer him guidance right. or uh, technical instruction as with, cause you're a documentary filmmaker. So obviously you know shit about cameras and editing and stuff like that. So he, he, he tells you that he's not only, I mean, he, he said that the Guinness people have been out. Yes. So he said that he had the world's largest. Well, he, so he didn't make the claim that it was the world's largest dick to me. Um, okay. he just was describing how big it is. Like, he's like, well, like I lay down flat on my stomach and it, it hits my mouth and <laughs> but like, it's at least in the realm of being, it might be number two or three, but it's still like up there. Like oh, that's how number one. now Guinness told him that it is the biggest, but they have never, okay. but I get, well, for whatever reason it was never followed through with. Um, but you know, which I don't even, I don't know how much I want to get into that. So, you know, he contacts me and he talks about his, his massive penis and I'm like, okay, well, you know, now, you know, and typically like guys don't, please don't send me dick pics in my, in my inbox. But, you know, I asked him to send me some dick pics and <laughs> so, you know, he does and, and you know, it's, 
what can I say? The guy probably has the biggest penis in the world. I was like Googling like the biggest penises in the world and his is bigger by far. I mean, I, I don't know, you know, I can't tell what the other people look like, you know, in person for like scale. Cause you don't know these, it could be like, he could be five foot, you know? So his dick looks a lot bigger <laughs> and you know, I don't really know, but um, you know, from what I can see, like the head of his penis is as big as his head. And it's just, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so. <laughs> and you're, and I, so I, I haven't, obviously I heard the story before tonight. Otherwise I would be yeah, act, I would react <laughs> completely <laughs> differently, but you, you know, I, I haven't seen, I haven't seen pictures of it, so I don't know. Um, so I, I can't, I, I can't really weigh in on that, but I, I assume that you've seen enough. Oh, like fake pictures you've seen like those bullshit like monsters of jizz videos oh, yeah, yeah, where yeah, like yeah. did they shoot glue on people and shit like that so you're you're you know you're no you know special effects wizard you don't work for fucking you know ilm or anything but <laughs> to me you they would look be really legitimate okay yeah they, right. they, they look they look really and i've seen video even so i mean you know the video pictures okay video would be even harder to pick but there, he, he like sent me like one video where it's just hanging down, knocking back and forth below his knees. <laughs> and wow. it's, it's fucking wild. So, so yeah, so I, I brought this up to Pat um, because the guy's looking for, you know, what it sounded like to me was a, he was more looking for a cameraman. And, you know, he says that he's got a hard time because it's not just that his dick is huge either. It's that he does like great acts of strength with his dick. Like he has body built his dick to be able to do things with it and you know he didn't really get into full detail about what those things were but he explained some of it um like he said he does push-ups with his dick but he also puts like sandbags on his back to and it weighs about 300 pounds and he can do like a thousand of those in a day so, and it sounds like this guy had some kind of lucrative side hustle going yes where he would do parties right uh, or bachelorette parties or i don't know what but I, he yeah. had some kind of side business that was going for a little bit and he made some cash and either just you know through his own ambition or potentially the whole covid thing reducing the amount of bachelorette parties he gets hired right. for he's not he's not doing the same amount of business so he wanted to kind of expand and reach a reach a larger audience but he was very he was very specific about not wanting to do porn or anything like that right i mean he's not yeah he's not like he wants to do like his thing is like he wants to do like instructional videos <laughs> to teach you how to grow your dick this big <laughs> right which is which is kind of like i don't even know how you would go about that um because we're, we're skipping ahead so i eventually started chatting with the dude a little bit yesterday and like that was one of the things that he said to me was he wanted to do like lifestyle videos or instructional videos right and it sounds like what he, like ultimately big picture, what he would want to do is come up with a YouTube channel. I understand YouTube isn't necessarily the best uh, outlet for that because they do have like standards. Yeah, and all they that won't stuff. let him show his dick on YouTube. But I mean, I, but at the same time, I don't think that he can necessarily do like, I don't know if it would be clips for sale. I mean, it, it's it's so weird, and I don't I don't necessarily know like how much people are gonna want to really. Um, consume of that like i think you it, you would want to see one video and then you'd be like oh that's crazy and then like you kind of move on 
like, you know what I mean? I mean, like, like, like showing you how to do it. I mean, I, I suppose guys that, you know, are, feel inadequate would want to know how, you know, so. Maybe, but how would you, like, if you put together, like, a how-to video, I just feel like, like, piracy is such a huge it's just a thing right yeah. anything that people create is going to end up on a, a torrent site or something yeah. so like i don't know how you would protect that i know that you wouldn't necessarily there's no point in making dvds anymore so it's not like he's going to do a mail order dvd business he almost has to do online streaming clips that he sells per download right once you sell the first download you're, there's going to be some amount of leakage to where it's going to go all over the place so how do you how do you create and plus are you going to send downloads for him doing lifestyle videos where he talks about meditation or whatever like i, I can imagine if you paid 49 for a video and it was that and you're just like oh fuck man you know um so there, there's a lot of problems with like what he wants to do and how he's trying to monetize it and maybe i'm just not the right creative person to come up with a solution for it but um, you know the other thing, there's so many interesting parts of this story. We haven't even gotten to like the really fucking woo woo shit. But like, I I was thinking about this today on oh, my no. way to work because I have a 45 minute drive in the morning and the afternoon, so oh, I have no. plenty of time. I have plenty of time to think about, think about, about this about guy's this. big dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, you know, I honestly think that like as far as like a career goes like just about any other female has more of a potential to make more money in a career doing this than like that one dude yeah i understand how how he literally has the world's biggest penis but like at the same allegedly, allegedly but right. even that so like how many movies is that dude gonna make how many you know what i mean like how many how many different ways are you going to sell that video you'd have to Once like people find see... people that were like i mean yeah you, you and find people to participate in them even you know and that's yeah but you can i mean you find weird who knows that i think i don't know about getting big name acts but you could probably get randos here and there but it just seemed to me like even even if a dude is that that unique that he's still has less earning potential than your average like frumpy midwestern girl <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean yeah. like you would there's still more marketability and like i don't know that's just the way i looked at it, it was like this like this dude even though he's he has the potential to be one of the most unique human beings in the world he's still just a guy well, and, I mean, he's <laughs> definitely like a one-trick pony you know he's got one thing he's got well We'll get well, into other stuff. Well, but not necessarily. He's got one thing, and he's got a big dick, and the biggest dick. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and, and that's 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 a big deal. I mean, that's a big deal. And um, I, you know, I just it was just so fucking bizarre. And uh, you know, I'm just like, okay, you know, and he really wasn't, uh, you know, because of, of course I always have to consider like, is this just somebody that's just trying to be weird with me because. Well, yeah, and let's talk about red flag number one. Yes. The fact that not only does this dude have the biggest uh, D on the P, but uh, he's also like 25 minutes away from you. Yeah, he lives super far. Which to me was red flag number one. It was like, oh, and he just happens to be right in your backyard. What a fucking coincidence. Like, I know Ohio's a magical state, but like, come on. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Can you, what are the chances that the human being living on the planet Earth right now that has the biggest That has the you know, biggest dick. The, was from ohio like who would have who would have put money on that i don't know me. a lot of people that know me would say that it would make sense and i would know the person with the biggest thing in the world so <laughs> <laughs> i don't know you know i yes i mean that's true you know now suddenly 
you know, he's been talking about lately how attractive I am and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah, I am. But you're still not touching me with your, with your, with your big with, the, with your 10 foot pole. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so, and he was like explaining to me because we've been talking about different things we could do. Not like we like me and him, but just like creatively, you know, just to sell his right. brand. And he, he was like explaining to me like how he has sex and it's bizarre. It's, I mean, he can't, he can't really penetrate because it's too big you know it's not like are there people out there that he could penetrate yeah potentially but like for sure not like all the way <laughs> you know <laughs> for one yeah you know number two you know he'd have to you know find that special someone but other than that i mean he can't really but he's like explaining how like he has girls like lock their legs around his penis and like jerk off his penis with like their thighs because they can't really do it with their hands because they can't even wrap the two hands around the thing hardly and you know it's just it's fucking just wild and you know he's explaining all this and i'm just like okay um and it's just it's weird i mean but you know so i don't know you know and and it's like you know i asked but maybe that's his kink maybe he wants me to ask maybe he wants me to be curious and you know i'm i'm not sure but you know this was weird and then it just got fucking off the wall when the guy discloses to me that he is being watched by the government because he's also an alien hybrid and <laughs> and the aliens talk to him on a regular basis and that's really why his dick is so big it's not because he's made it that big so it's like well then what is up with the instructional videos like is oh, it that see, I missed that. So he, so I, yeah. Where, where was he? Where was he? Like, how much of it? So was how much of it was like him born that way? Was this? I mean, that's something I guess we never really got into. I because I, I was just kind of talking logistics of production and distribution with him. Right, right. I didn't really get into. I didn't. I didn't. You know, get well, it. I, yeah, I still haven't really found that. I mean, at first he's like, "Yeah, I've done this. I've been doing this for twenty years. I've body built my penis." I'm kind of doing the research on it because I'm I'm all about those those receipts, and um, you know, I'm like, you know, this doesn't this doesn't really seem possible. Like, if this was possible, you'd have dudes with way bigger dicks than that guy. You know, it's <laughs> it's just. Weird. But if it's not possible, that means that the video and the and the pictures are fake, and you don't believe that they are. No, I don't believe that they are, but he definitely could be born with some type of issue that causes him to have a really big dick. You know, elephantitis is, is a thing, you know. Uh, there's a guy with, like, these massive balls that I saw on the internet one time, and they're massive balls. They're real balls. It's yeah. just that he's born with a mutation, and so, therefore, he's got the biggest balls in the world. And I was talking to somebody about that, too, the other day. I'm like, you know, I guess I haven't really seen his balls. They're always hidden away. I wonder what they look like. <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> right but you know then he's like you know he talked when he talked about getting into contact contact with guinness um nothing came of it because immediately after he contacted guinness he started he got like hacked by the government <laughs> and he's been on the government watch list ever since and then somehow the aliens are involved so you know i don't i, I don't I don't know. He's offered to let me meet the aliens <laughs> and you know, and I, I, which I was telling you, you know, I think it's just one of those things where I show up and he's like, Oh, they're here now. They want me to tell you this. And it's like, yeah, you know, there's nothing to that. Um, I've been trying to like challenge the guy with different species and different things, but like, I really haven't talked to him at all today because he's like, well, because that's the thing. And I really don't talk about it a lot, but 
Um, I have personally had contact with something. I don't know what. Um, I don't really know what's going on with, with myself. Um, but I have I have been contacted somehow. And this is, God, I sound nuts, but um, not in comparison. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think if you're gonna, this is a good time to drop and drop that kind of bombshell because uh, compared to what you're standing next to, it seems way more. Which like I've kind of talked about it before, but like my own, just my beliefs in general in the past year have just been totally fucking flip flopped just because of the experiences I've had, and um. You know, so when I was contacted, um, the times, the times, because it's been multiple times that I have been contacted, I've been contacted to be told that, like, I'm supposed to be working on the work that I'm working on. I'm supposed to be pulling out some type of truth for, for everybody to know, and I'm supposed to be the one to find that proof and, and present it to everybody. So the, the guy, me and him are having, like, these conversations, and I'm, like, trying to ask him. I'm, like, okay, so if you're, like, you know, he says he's, like, five different species of alien. I'm, like, okay, if that's true, you know, why are you here? which you know why would you be on earth of all places you know humans are pretty goddamn i mean we're pretty useless you know in the grand scheme of thing we really are <laughs> you know we're really just not very advanced and uh he's just like oh well you know because you know i'm supposed to you know help change things and fix things and blah 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 and i'm like okay and like one thing he keeps telling me over and over again is that he's got nothing to prove to anybody and i'm like okay so if you if you're put here specifically for a job to help change things, then you kind of do have something to prove to everybody, don't you? You know, <laughs> don't, don't right. you have people believe you know your credibility, and you know in order to for them to actually take you serious to have you help change. And he's just he hasn't really talked to me since then. And I you know I just told him because he keeps saying he keeps referring to like me as like y'all as in you know the human race I guess, and <clears throat> I'm like you know you say this and you know i'm like you know i have an understanding that you know your reality is your reality and my reality is mine and you know but like what i have been told specifically is that i'm supposed to spread this message out to everybody like that's my so that's why i do this and you know and so i'm just doing what i'm told so if i'm asking you the hard questions you know i apologize but that's my job like that's what i'm supposed to be doing is finding the truth and he has not said anything since then and i uh kind of worries me because i really want to have him on the show yeah i mean so definitely um when i heard all this i was like at first i was like what the fuck and then i was like okay well let's pretend that this is real or parts of this are real or whatever and i definitely um was like we should have him on the show and i think that if there's anyone out there that has similar stories that wants to come on the show because this, so this is something this you know this kind of um turned into like a conversation about like things that we could do with the show moving forward because we almost had the dog guy on last week and then he kind of you know whatever happened there happened with that dude um for the dogman episode and it's like so we're not opposed to having guests on and if you look at like other like podcasts and like radio shows obviously coast to coast am is a huge influence for me and i assume you know ash yeah. as well so it was like <laughs> You know, they, they would have people on and they would do the open lines thing where they would just have random people calling with stories. And um, I'm not opposed to doing that at all. I would I love to hear people's stories. And even though some of this what this guy had to say, you know, it, it wouldn't it, the way I look at it is like there's a lot of things I would love to have a conversation with this guy. Yes. Um, not necessarily to like try to like disprove him. I mean, no. obviously, the, the story that we told you that we've kind of recounted 
like right now is a fraction of what the big whole story right. probably is. And you know, you're left with you know the audience right now listening. You guys are left with questions. We're left with questions too. Right. We want to know. That's, what, that's why you want to have the guy on is to ask those questions. Yeah. And maybe and who and then we can judge what he says from there. Exactly. And because um, is it possible? I mean, yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, God, the guy's got the biggest dick in the world, and it's bestowed to him from his five different alien races. Sure. Sure. Well, there's a lot of claims being made, and like that's yeah. just the thing is right. that some of it, you know, and some of them can be true, some of them can be not true. None of it can be true. All of it can be true. I mean, there's, there's, it, it could go in a lot of different directions. Right. And I think the only way you're going to see where it goes at all is by following it. And, um, you know, I, I was down to talk with the guy, but there, you know, the, you brought it up earlier where he thought he was being listened to and he thought he was being monitored right. or something like that like that he was very hesitant even when we were talking about like well what do you want like okay so you you want to like and that was the other thing too was that he never claimed that his message that his purpose for contacting you and trying to get the ball rolling on this or, or trying to get something going was to spread any type of message right. it was it, it was, was legitimately yes that, that was it from day one was like hey how like you know i used to do these strip shows in my double wide and uh you know i and covid shut that shit down so i need to come up with an alternate fucking uh form of income and we were you know it was like okay well you got to sell videos on the internet well i don't want to do that because you know i got family and it's like okay there was there was a lot of different contradictions to yeah. what his from what he said his goals were but what he was comfortable with were like well you can't do that unless you do this and it's one of those things where, you know, sometimes I have, you know, it was something I, I, I said on the phone with you when we were talking about it earlier, but like, there's a difference between like having issues and having excuses, right? Right. Sometimes people have legitimate issues. They have hard limits. They have things that they just don't want to do and that's fine. But then sometimes people also have like excuses not to move forward with things. And, you know, unfortunately because of just you know human decency it's not really your place to question somebody whether or not they're being legitimate about their issues or they're just making fucking excuses so you just kind of have to let it go right. somebody says no about something you don't sit there and debate him someone doesn't want to do anal you don't fuck get to do anal you know, this is the way the world, world works you know so like <laughs> it, for him to be like i don't want to do this i don't want to do that you're like well you're making this you're making this math problem harder to solve right. you know but okay fine you know and he did have he did have a lot of things that he didn't want to do as far as for his own anonymity which he was supposedly trying to protect but that didn't really make sense given that he also was trying to reach a larger audience yeah. but somehow we were the like his content was supposed to be like on a missile guidance system so that it would weave through a crowd of like people that knew him and just oh, right. target the people that didn't which is like yeah. fucking nothing works like that uh, yeah. so yeah there there was there was a lot of like head scratching stuff across the board um and he, he lived 20 minutes away from me which was kind of like <laughs> oh okay i mean regardless of everything he still seems like a very interesting individual um you know even yeah, if, no disrespect intended definitely right yeah. i mean even if it's just his, his dick is massive you know there's still i still have so many questions and you know things that you know i'd like to share with with you guys that he he shared with me and and stuff like that that you know i'm pretty sure you guys would all want to want to hear about and um you know and then i mean gosh if we get to the alien stuff well you know we get to that too but i definitely i don't want to piss him off it's just that you know you have to be you have to have some type of uh, you know skeptical skepticalness you know going into these things because you you're thrown so many 
different things every day that, you know, it's not all real. And you know, it's not all real because it doesn't work together. And, right. you know, so obviously some of it, and then of course you got people that are just looking for their 15 minutes of fame. And so, you know, who knows, you know, maybe the guy, the guy claims he, he found me through a mutual friend, um, which she didn't, she's confirmed that she didn't talk to him about me at all. <laughs> so, uh, you know, but it could be that he knows me because I'm local and, you know, popular in the local area <clears throat> he could have made, you know fucking maybe he listens to the show you know i don't know but right. either way i'd like in to which case to- come on dude I, I i would love to have this person on as a guest right it's you know it's not to be critical or poke fun or anything i mean i'm legit legitimately uh curious. well i think there's a story there i think that regardless yeah. of you know it's up to the audience to believe decide if they want to believe or if they want to go right. all in or not but i think that part of what we uh, the responsibility that we have as as podcasters is, I mean, to produce content that is worthwhile to an audience. And I think that this this story is definitely worthwhile to an audience. And I think that, you know, having a respectful, like, conversation and not, you know, obviously we're not going to try to goof on them or, we're not, you know, right. play the X-Files theme or, like, any kind of fucking, <laughs> you know, sit there and make fun of him and shit but like no i mean like give this dude you know this guy's got a message this guy's trying to reach a larger audience okay here you go all right you know, place and, to do it. yeah i mean yeah, make so, your pitch and you know, uh well but we'll see so hopefully we'll have him on a, on a later date we're still uh it's still uh under investigation so <laughs> we'll see yeah. what happens there but anyway um so to get on to more um you know uh relevant topics um what are you doing for halloween pat you got you got plans yeah um so uh we're doing uh trick-or-treating on saturday um i'm dressing up like Watto from star wars uh my son is gonna be an ewok in the most expensive homemade ewok costume ever (laughs) and uh my daughter is gonna be one of the characters from among us which you know what that is that game yeah that game that all the kids are talking about nowadays yeah so um which is like i don't know it's like that's cool but it just seems like so so much and this isn't me fucking ragging on her because i mean it's obviously it's my daughter i love her but like so much of like she she just reminds me of that episode of like the simpsons where millhouse has elf pogs and, and like you know it's like such a flash in the pan like like thing like from a yeah. very specific part and like point in like culture yeah. where, where like elf and pogs do you remember what pogs were no I, you're, you're I, it, yeah we had pogs we had pogs really yeah, yeah i mean like that's we had owls it, too. <laughs> yeah so it's just like oh like you're among us like that like that's like an ipad app that'll be forgotten it's right it's not timeless at all like it's right it's not i mean not that i'm talking like dude i'm a, a character from episode one of star wars but like mine's kind of supposed to be like this goofy fucking throwaway thing <laughs> um so yeah we're trick-or-treating on saturday now if we weren't in the middle of the pandemic and um we weren't uh under strict orders not to congregate in large groups and it wasn't also terribly irresponsible and all the other things that people are yelling at each other for doing on the yeah. internet I might uh, be interested in having like a small bonfire on Friday at my place, but given that that would be um, the wrong thing to do at this point in human history, uh, (laughs) I'll probably not 
have a bonfire on Friday, even though that's what I would do if I was the type of person not to give a fuck about <laughs> what other people say. Wow. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. Well, damn, Pat, way to show all over my plans and make me feel like a bad person. <laughs> Jesus. Why? Because <laughs> I'm having a Halloween party. <laughs> well, no, don't. I, I guess you didn't. You didn't catch what I was trying to fucking. Oh, I see say, what you're but... saying. You're trying to not be a bad person. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, on the surface. You know, I mean, like the thing is, is that um, pretty much everybody that's coming are people that I've been seeing um, this whole time. It's people that don't like they don't work with people. Um, and it's people that I know that follow. I think that's the big important thing here is that these people follow the guidelines when they when they're out and about doing things. You know what I mean? Like these aren't people that are you know not wearing their mask and not washing their hands. And again, they're not people that are working you know in a factory of five hundred people or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really you know even though I'm you know I am high risk, I still think it's very important for our mental health to to still you know treat ourselves to some of these things and. Um, you know, I, and I'm nervous about it. I'm not going to lie. I am very nervous. Um, you know, just about the following, cause then Saturday we're trick or treating and, you know, I'm, I, you know, we'll see what happens, <laughs> but, um, we're not in a, in, in a great spot currently. My town itself, like my little suburb is not doing too badly. My county's not doing good. Um, and my state is not doing good. Um, actually our governor today was threatening to shut us down again. So <laughs> that's probably coming before the holidays. <laughs> honestly um but you know i'm still gonna do it you know we'll be compliant i think there's gonna be less than 10 people i'm not sure um you know i'm trying to have this big sex orgy thing on friday so we'll see (laughs) i'll see if that happens i hope so Um, yeah we have to have less than 25 so the the orgy had to be postponed because that's not oh yeah you that's just too few 50, that's fine. yeah exactly well no no but i mean 30 is a good round number <laughs> you have to you have to make sure there's representation yeah I mean, you know like what i mean said, these are all people i've already you know i'm already around all the time it's not it's just you know usually i have a big halloween party and every year and everybody's invited you know people that i don't, I don't people don't talk to anymore everybody else's friends are invited it's usually like a big affair it's not a big affair this year but there's still definitely a party and um and i'm excited about it so on friday i get to finally um you know officially premiere my my chucky costume that mm. you know i uh I, i'm getting paid to wear so <laughs> and that's sad about it though i you know it was a, a good choice anyway um and then when i walk around with my daughter on uh actual beggars night i'll probably just throw on my witch hat and call it a day yeah um because then afterwards um which you know i kind of joked about having the big orgy on uh friday but really um saturday is my big important um sex night so (laughs) and is that because of halloween or is it just because like saturday It, it is uh so yeah i fully intend on performing sex magic on on saturday and um you know need to have a partner to do it so it's not really about you know enjoying myself it's more kind of work well i'll I'll enjoy myself but (laughs) you know i have an excuse to do it now why do you see it as work is good why is it like required for you to do that it's not required it's just it would be a good a good time to do it if i'm gonna do it if i'm gonna do the sex magic thing so um you know it, it it makes sense because it goes along with my other rituals so you know that's that's kind of the plan i mean i'll probably have sex both nights let's be honest um <laughs> so you know it is what it is but yeah so um 
kind of get more into, you know, the meat of the episode, you know, I wanted to bring up because it's such a rare occasion, this big, beautiful blue moon that we're going to have on, uh, on Halloween night. It's been like the talk of the town lately. So. Right. And a blue moon is the second full moon within a calendar month. Correct. Yep. So when you have, yeah, you have the blue moon, whatever it is, you have two full moons in one month and, um, and it will be blue. Um, now it might, it could be, it could be difficult to see. But you'll people will take all, plenty of pictures and stuff like that for you know, and then you'll be able to see it. But I mean, you should I mean you should be able to see the the blue hue with the naked eye, which you usually kind of get anyway with the darkness around it. So um, <clears throat> yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a big uh, it's a big thing in my community um, because Halloween night is you know it's very much uh, a ritualistic thing um, in in all kinds of occult followings, right? Um, mm-hmm. Halloween night is supposed to be the night where the um, basically the walls between dimensions are thin. So it's like where the dead and the living kind of can merge together. And um, now the way that I look at it is <laughs> when I when I think about dimensions, I I, I go to science. So <laughs> um, so it's still very significant to me. Now we had talked about doing this episode, and me and Pat kind of had. I'm not going to say cl- we didn't have clashes, um, but when you talk about witchcraft and you talk about the occult and you talk about astrology and just all these big topics, there's a lot to it. It's not cut and dry. It's not an easy, an easy subject to sit down and talk about. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we kind of had an, I had a hard time kind of pushing the direction of the show and where it should go. And, you know, me personally, I, I call myself a witch everybody you know knows me as as a witch that's what i tell everyone but i'm not i'm not i'm not wiccan like i'm not pagan i don't follow anything in particular because i'm very eclectic so like i just kind of if i read something from any culture and, and it and it resonates with me i'll take it and i'll use it and um you know that's just how i don't know i've i've operated for for years now because i don't really because for me, it's it's a, it's really scientific. I mean, it's definitely a pseudoscience, but when I when I approach things, I'm very analytical, and I, and I like to have proof that that these things exist and things like that. So, you know, I have spiritual things happen a lot, uh, but I believe that there's a science behind it. So that's kind of like where my studies are, as far as my my forty and investigations go, is that. You know, these can be spiritual happenings. You can see ghosts, but I think that there's this, there is a science and there's a way to prove it. Um, and and I, I, I apply that to my, I, I don't want to say my religion, but my spirituality as well. So um, I'm going to talk about a lot of things. I'm going to hope to not piss anybody off <laughs> while I do it. <laughs> um, you know, but uh, but my main message, my overall way that I live my life is is just in, in love and light, you know, being a good person. That's really important to me, um, you know, and that's just kind of how I go about doing things. So um, <laughs> I've got a couple of things planned for for Halloween. So I'll kind of go back to what I was talking about. Right. I was talking about the sex magic. <laughs> that's the sexy part, right? That's the fun part. Um, sex magic is where you use the energy of your orgasms to put into your manifestation. So that's mostly what I do with pretty much law of attraction. And um, so like manifesting is like my big thing. And it's not really, you don't like make things happen. 
Um, but you just kind of slightly, you know, bend things to make things happen for you. And um, it's not that you can't, like, you can't, you can't be like, you can't like cast a spell, like a job spell and be like, oh, I need a job, but not put in the job applications. Like, you have to do right. both. You have to do the work also. <laughs> So when it comes to sex magic, you know, basically it's just, you know, while you're having an orgasm and you can do it by yourself, um, you know, while you're masturbating and you're orgasming, uh, you just kind of envision what it is you, you want or what you're trying to manifest and then, you know, keep that in your head while you're doing the deed. Um, so do you just do like straight visualization or do you, uh, do you employ sigils at all? I haven't really gotten too much into sigils because... Frankly, I don't because I haven't gotten into them. I don't know enough about them to to draw anything. Um, my spirituality has been kind of a new thing. So when I was a teenager, I was I was dating this girl for a really long time, and and her mom and her um, were both witches, um, but they were they were Wiccan, and um, I got involved kind of with them and, and joined their coven. And come to find out later that covens are can be really toxic. Um, which I'm not going to get too crazy into, but you know, so I, I well, it's, it's a group with a bunch of chicks. It's like, I, I mean, I, I think PTA <laughs> groups are the same thing. They have the same amount of toxicity. Anytime you have yeah, like, I mean, 12, right. not it's, to be misogynist here, but I mean, let's face it. Like well, we know I mean, it's dynamics. pretty much the same thing as like a, a, a little cult, you know, you typically have, you know, somebody that's in charge. So you have like a leader. So it's, it's like, whatever they tell you is, is the way it is. Now, the thing about witches is that just in general, um, you'll join any witch group. I, I, I meet up with all kinds of witches and talk to all kinds. There's no wrong way to to do your thing. And, you know, that's that's kind of I guess that's why I like the community so much is because they're so accepting of whatever it is you you want to learn. You know, for the most part, you'll have the pretentious ones that are like, oh, you can't do that. And it's like, you know, like like uh, like 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 the rule of three or, you know, tenfold things coming back tenfold karma. Like if you cast like a revenge spell on somebody then it's going to come back on you in a bad way because your your intent is bad and blah 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 i don't see it that way if you cast a revenge spell on somebody you just need to make sure that they deserve it and if they deserve it then they're going to get what they deserve you know? <laughs> and so that's just all you did was help speed up the process of the karma train so you know that's that's the way that i see it but anyway so, you know, I've been practicing this for a very long time, um, but I kind of got out of it for a long time because I just thought, I don't know, I, I got like really edgy and I'm like, oh, all religion's bullshit and everything sucks. So um, I, I'm still kind of new uh, back into it again. I just started practicing again sometime last year when I when I picked up my, my tarot card deck and, um, you know, I've kind of started over. So sigils I haven't quite gotten to yet. It is something that I do want to pick up eventually. Um, when I do some of these things, like, um, my favorite thing is our candle spells. So like when I do a candle spell, usually I'll carve into the candle, um, whatever my intent is for it, you know, and oh, okay. you know, small terms. Yeah. And then burn it. Um, so yeah, I mean, I would be interested. I, I'd be interested in learning about them, but as far as sex <clears throat> goes, no, usually the other partner doesn't even know what's happening. So. Right. Yeah. Um, the, the way sigils work is, uh, you, you come up with like a sentence, um, like a, a statement of intent right? right and uh you make it as direct and um specific as possible and then you write it down on a sheet of paper and you take out all the vowels and repeating consonants okay so then you're left with um just a handful of 
concept, like a handful of letters, right? And then what you do is you just kind of meld those letters <clears throat> into like a little like design, like right? Scene, yeah. yeah, and then you write that down on a sheet of paper. And what and then it's it's just charged in a similar way. And then it's disposed of afterwards. And you can get creative with the way you dispose it. Like if you're gonna burn the sheet of paper, you're gonna flush it down the toilet, you're gonna tear it up into a bunch of little pieces and throw it into the wind. You know, there's you know, you can get you can get creative with all that stuff. Um, but it's basically the same thing. And one of the things that you can even do with it, um, supposedly, if you believe all this stuff works, is you can create you can sit down and you can create a ton of them at once you can create 12 different sigils and just kind of forget what they mean and then stick them in your bedside drawer and then whenever you're ready to charge it uh pull it out and you know do your thing with it and then um that way you don't know specifically what you're doing and some people feel like that helps the the detachment from it um but what you know, it kind of work. That's a little kind of contradictive with what you're talking about because with you, there's no you're visualizing in your head, so you're very well connected to it in that moment. Right. Um, but some people, and I'm not saying you know all this stuff. I think is really left. You know, I'm not going to get into my whole spiel about it. Yeah, it, it's it's very personal, and I think that it doesn't really matter. I think if you're willing and your intent is is what's more important and i think different people can disagree about things but whoever at the end of the day whoever wants it bad enough is going to be the one that's right you know yeah um, well, you know that's that's one thing about it it's like you don't have to have your your religion decided to practice these things like you don't have to know all the answers you know it's just it's very much about kind of feeling it out and and just knowing you know i <laughs> as corny as it is knowing in your heart what feels right i mean it it is and you just know you know it's a very weird experience to try to put out there if you haven't experienced it but you know when you think about these different things you know you just kind of you just know you know my thing is you know i do like the typical you know witch stuff i I go out i have a collection of feathers specifically from point pleasant Because they give them to me every time I go. I mean, and not like they give them to me, but somebody's giving them to me every time I go and they're for me and I take them. Um, you know, you know, I, I, I will, you know, pick up the pretty rocks and things like that. Um, I've got some leaves from outside that I took. Me and my daughter, my daughter, actually, I, I had her do her first spell on the last full moon because I've been kind of explaining it to her, but it's difficult because she wants to go around telling everybody that we're witches and (laughs) i don't know it just feels weird to let her do that i guess i you know it's it's so we talked about this episode but we really didn't and it's so crazy that you bring that up i had a similar situation recently um with my daughter too where uh she was playing around with uh tarot cards and ouija boards and shit like that uh with some of her cousins and i was very apprehensive of that because um not because i'm some like insane fundamentalist right-wing christian but because i don't think that she knows well enough to know what she's doing she's fucking nine she's incredibly incredibly stupid for being my offering (laughs) Um, and i don't i don't i don't that's not a personal uh indictment against her it's just like you're fucking nine man yeah Um, right and it's not that i think that stuff is all like stupid or like whatever it's that um 
I don't think it is. <laughs> it's right. the exact opposite. Yeah, you can fuck and around and I, do something bad. Yeah. Right, and I've seen enough movies too. Like hello, <laughs> uh, which is interesting. With, with the Ouija thing is always interesting. We could even—I don't think we need to whole episode on that. But like Jesus Christ, I was like, I was like, Ouija boards are like chainsaws. Like, yeah, you can get them at Target, but they can still fuck you up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's still a certain amount of responsibility that needs to be employed. Um, and that was the way that I looked at it. But, you know, when it, and I kind of had it out with her mom who, like, you know, I, co-parenting is always fucking a ball <laughs> of laughs. Else, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, it's hard. It's hard to talk about anything. And her and I get along pretty well. I'm not I'm not trying to, like, demonize her or anything, especially since she's probably listening to this episode. Yeah, at least don't go to like, the public iPad. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, one of the things that I, I did say when I when I emailed her about this was that yeah i mean there's there's also there's not only the fact that i think she's too young to fully grasp what she's doing but she's also too young to fully grasp that if she goes to school and she starts talking about all this stuff that she could uh invite like just kind of like social persecution where like the other yeah. people make fun of her and, or something like that or their parents are like well i don't want her coming over if she does that right. like you don't want her not invited yeah. to the sleepovers or anything you know you want her to kind of have a you know be as middle of the road as possible i mean especially at this age it's not like i'm telling her like you know hey you can't be a skateboarder and listen to punk rock you got to be a preppy in school because you need to get along with everyone it's not that like but it's like you know there's a stigma she, behind it and it's weird to people that don't that aren't into it you know what i mean so it's you know well, especially at that age like you're talking about third grade like, right like right. We'll, i'll fight about we could we could have this conversation in eighth grade maybe seventh <laughs> seventh i'm okay with that then we sit down and we go over all this but right now no well see my problem is that i'm actively teaching mine so that's <laughs> <laughs> but if you know what though but that's the thing that's another thing too and this isn't me just flip-flopping but i feel like you're actively teaching so okay so this is something we sit down and this is something we discuss and we talk about the pros and the cons and the dangers and the things to look out for and all this you're not just like throwing someone throwing four girls a ouija board and been like try to try to talk to grandpa you know right, it's right. like that okay you're, you're you're actively actively is the word here you know and, and i feel that's a little bit different not not to i don't what's move away from that i'm gonna shut the fuck up before i get myself in trouble parenting one of these days and we can definitely get into some stuff there i'm excited <laughs> but anyway so yeah so you know so with this particular event um it is extremely rare like the last time this happened i think was in 1940 and so and it's not that there was a blue moon on halloween that there was a uh yes a blue moon on halloween yes okay specific right, cool um a full moon on halloween the last time it happened was 19 years ago so 2001 and mm. um what's interesting about what is happening right now is that the entire year itself has kind of been has been extremely divinely guided it's supposed to be a huge learning experience for a lot of people and um you know the so i've been kind of getting in, into numerology as well and you know one thing about the year 2020 is that it's a four year which is a big year for um tearing down old habits and building new foundations and just extreme change so what's also happening right now is that mercury's in retrograde and the mercury retrograde ends on the third on election day and um the last retrograde of the year is about again shedding old skins and creating new habits and building foundation for change 
now can you can you just explain the retrograde thing just for a second because i feel like that's something that's like nonsense dialogue that's thrown in as like as like a joke and like bad sitcoms you know what i mean where it's like oh i feel like i don't really know what that means but it's been used as a punchline so much that i i it would be nice to get like a definitive explanation of Sure. So it, it is. It is used as the punchline a lot, and and that's very sad. So all the planets go into, into retrograde, and so all it means it's kind of like in tarot, um, where you know you pull, if you pull a card, um, it's either upright or it's reversed. So when when a planet goes into retrograde, it's reversed. So whatever you know it is that's going on, it's in like a reverse meaning. Now retrograde can also be affected by different um different things, different planet placements when it's in retrograde right now it's in retrograde and uh it's officially taurus season i don't know no is this the score no it's scorpio season yeah there's so much to it so depending on what season it retrogrades in also depends on how that's going to affect things now everybody thinks that mercury retrograde is a terrible horrible thing and horrible things go wrong they can and the reason why they do is a personal thing and it's because you didn't learn your lesson in between the time it took for Mercury retrograde to come. So <laughs> the universe is always teaching you lessons and you can either accept it and try to change and grow and accept those lessons and move forward, or you can fight it. And the thing is, is that the universe is always going to win. So whenever it's trying to teach you a lesson, it can either do it the easy way or it can do it the hard way. The hard way is the retrogrades. If you did not learn those lessons not when it, when it wasn't in retrograde, you're going to when it is. So it's it's a direct it's kind of a direct responsibility thing. So it's not just because it's in retrograde you're just going to simply be unlucky. Um, it's typically a time for a lot of miscommunication um, because people are confused because people are extra charged because they're emotional because people are really bad about growth <laughs> and personal growth. So um i mean that's that's retrograde in a nutshell like i said and it happens to all the planets just people don't notice some of the planets take longer um uh, i'm currently having my saturn return which is a whole nother <laughs> a whole nother ball game and it it's gonna go on until the end of next year for me which sucks um uh, but there's now, what does that mean because so when you say the return of saturn all i can think of is a no doubt album <laughs> your saturn return happens every roughly about every 30 years so when you're born, all the planets are in a certain aspect, right? They're at a certain okay. point. Um, my Saturn happened to be in Aquarius when I was born. So Saturn will then leave Aquarius and won't be back for anywhere from 27 to 31 years. Mine recently, in the beginning of this year, entered back into Aquarius and will remain there because it it moves slower than say mercury does around you know around us and it'll remit, it, well it i think it left for a little bit or something happened it retrograded or something and i had like a period of time where i had a break <laughs> and then it comes back so what happens every 30 years and and a lot of people say this when you hit 30 years old you just change right something just happens and you just change and that's because of your saturn return so you you end up going through that's like your karmic lesson so that's like the lessons that your soul needs to learn throughout your entire life that's like not just like your small lessons that like mercury retrograde will bring about but <laughs> these are like your your big big lessons that you need to go through so like for me personally i've been working through a lot of childhood trauma that's just what it's it's brought about 
Right. And, um, and that's what it'll do. And it'll keep going until you learn your lesson, you know, and if you don't, then, you know, then you're doomed to repeat the process, unfortunately. So, <laughs> so it's, it's a lot. I can tell that's you that. depressing. <laughs> Why that's is it depressing? Because I don't, I think I learned my lessons. I don't know. I don't know. As long as you are actively trying to. Yes, definitely. Be a good person. Of course, yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, that's mostly what it is. I mean, it's just living your life in love and light and trying to be the best possible person that you can be. Now, sometimes you're not always going to be the best person. We, you know, we're not born perfect, and that's why we have to go through these life lessons. And maybe it could be something as simple as like, you know, you were, you, you know, before Mercury retrograde, you were having issues with uh, money. Maybe you were you were bad at spending or something like that. And then Mercury retrograde comes along, you know, maybe you spent frivolously or whatever, and it comes along and now all of a sudden you've got, you know, $2,000 in car repairs that you weren't prepared for. You know, lesson learned, don't go spending your money on bullshit when you need to save it for stuff like this. You know, it's, right. it, and that just happens, you know, we just do those things because we're humans and we're stupid. So, <laughs> so that's, that's the small version of, uh, of, of retrograde and what that means. <laughs> I, I think I just have like whatever the equivalent of like body dysmorphia is as far like in relation to um like my life what? <laughs> like my professional dysmorphia like right i don't i i guess some people call it imposter syndrome but i feel like everybody has that everybody's like oh I'm just fucking bullshit because everyone's bullshitting everybody so yeah. it's like we all have imposter syndrome because of the fucking the internet, you know, and like that's all social media is is fucking imposter syndrome. Right. But um, I don't know. I don't. I I I think that, you know, I've learned to. Um, I was actually just having a conversation about my boss with my boss about this today. You know, I'm one of those people that just needs to fucking climb mountains. Like I need to constantly feel like what I've done isn't enough, and I need to do more. And I yeah. need to. And I'm, I don't I don't walk around thinking I'm a failure and hating myself like some people they take it to that extreme and I'm definitely not there. Um, but I mean I feel like if I if I didn't feel the need to do more and climb higher, um, I wouldn't have done all the things that I've done. And I'm not saying that I've lived some expansive impressive life and and done all this crazy stuff. I mean. I've done shit that some people haven't done, but there's a lot of stuff out there that I'll never do, you know, and I, re I you get older and you realize that, you know, I'm about to, I'm going to turn 40 in six months. And when, when you start reaching that milestone, you start real, you start making peace with the fact that certain things probably ain't going to fucking happen, <laughs> you know, yeah, and, yeah. and you're, you're probably, you're about at the halfway point of your life. And like, listen, the, the door is not completely shut on stuff yet, but you made it this far, you know, and and certain things happen then like your dream of being an olympic uh, gymnast is never going to come true right or like <laughs> you, I mean, even you look at it like in purely like like juvenile terms for like you know your high school sweetheart you know married some dude in her late 20s like they're probably not getting divorced like, yeah. they're probably going to be together forever and yeah. it's just True. you know so some people walk around still pining after like exes thinking that like oh one day we'll one day we'll get together and it's like no like if they've been married 14 years and they got two kids in a house and a vacation home in michigan <laughs> your window's closed like that's probably not gonna fucking happen i don't like, know i think there's a good chance stuff like that could happen but right yeah okay so maybe when you know i don't know but it's possible you know probable i get what you're saying I get what yeah you're saying. my point is like it, it's 
it's just it's just this weird balance between accepting the way things are and just saying okay this is fine and not accepting the way certain things are and constantly pushing yourself to do more and more and more well you can't you know? equate your your success to your happiness they have to be separate for one and um which is hard because when we do something that we that we see as you know su- success worthy it, it's it gives us that shot of dopamine that that we crave and it feels good and so we, you know we automatically our entire lives that's what we're, we're taught to do is to you know you're if you're successful then you're happy but it's not necessarily true um you know just like gosh earlier in the week oh, just a couple days ago um you know i wrote my my weekly review or whatever for for be my cat and um the director for be my cat it's a it's it's a movie (laughs) it's really good okay and um and so i you know i wrote my review for for it and the director you know gave me a shout out on twitter i didn't tag him or anything he went and saw the article on his own and gave me no he corrected something in the article but he gave me the shout out he's like oh thank you blah 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 you know we had kind of a back and forth for a minute and whatever and i had like mentioned it to like one of my friends and just the way i talked about it was so nonchalant and they're just like why aren't you like celebrating that that's really cool and i'm just like i I don't i don't know i guess i just feel because i feel like i should be doing more i feel like that that shouldn't be a a small success and but i guess it is you know and i just don't really you know i i've I've, i have personally gotten into the habit of equating my success and my happiness and that's not you're not supposed to do that Right. I need to do better. That's the lesson I need to learn. I need to separate the two and and not worry so much about it because you know either way I'm going places. So, um, <laughs> you know. But anyway, um, we were kind of talking about what were we talking about? We were talking about oh law of attraction and just kind of what all this means and and what what you should be doing during during this new moon. So anybody can do this. You don't have to practice anything you don't have to light any candles you don't have to do anything special i choose to just because i have been doing a lot of of shadow work and things like that and just kind of owning my own shit lately Um, please get to that when you're i complete the thought but please circle back to shadow work well just shadow work is just basically the stuff you don't like about yourself that needs worked on it's the lessons okay it's you, know, you have a shadow side and you have a light side and your light side is like what helps you prevail in the world and your it's your good side and your bad side you know so it's <laughs> so i've been doing a lot of inner things like i said i've been presented with a lot of childhood trauma lately and just all kinds of life altering shit so you know and i knew you know as weird as it is like i knew that this was happening i i, could, I knew last year that this was going to be a, a huge deal in my life. And um, so I probably should have been a little more prepared, but whatever, I'm here now. So, you know, my big thing is is letting go of everything that's been holding me back to this point and then manifesting. What I've been reading lately and, and doing is that, you know, I do the tarot cards and, and I do follow astrology. And like Pat, I was explaining to you, astrology is more than just your sun sign. You have an entire fucking birth chart that <laughs> affects you. <laughs> And, and it's something else. And we'll get to that in a minute. But, you know, for me personally, everything, everything has pointed to this large abundance that I, or or just this overabundance that I'm supposed to have, you know, all of my hard work has paid off and I'm, I'm going to be extremely blessed. So what I'm doing is letting go of the shit that doesn't serve me anymore and picking up the stuff that does and calling for, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm calling for my abundance. So, um, I'm going to do a candle spell and, uh, you know, for me to do, in order for me to do that, 
what I'm going to do is I'm probably going to set up like multiple spell like candles and I'm probably going to carve into them what I'm trying to do. Um, like one of them is friendship. I'd like to have, you know, stronger bonds with, with the people that are already in my life. And I, I would like to be mindful, more mindful of their existence because I'm really bad about reaching out to people. So I'm going to carve probably like friends or friendship or something into my candle. I'm going to like write a list of the names of the individuals uh, on a piece of paper. I'm going to put it underneath the candle, let the candle burn out. It's simple, but you don't even have to do that much. You could just tell yourself for the whole weekend going through, you know, think of little things. Think of something you can let go of and just tell yourself, I'm going to let go of this. In place of that, I'm going to pick up this and think of something that you would like to to continue. Now, it doesn't work in the way that you think it does. Like I was saying with my daughter, the last full moon, you know, I had her do a spell and and I had her, you know, she went at it. She wrote down whatever it was she wanted to manifest. And she learned kind of what it meant because one of the things she, she put down was um, a house with a swimming pool. <laughs> and, you know, obviously you're not going to get a house with a swimming pool when you wake up the next day. But one of the other things she put down was that one of our cats, um, he doesn't hate her or anything. He's just not very friendly with her. Uh, but she put down that she would, you know, wanted him to like her more. And well, guess what? He's been liking her more. <laughs> and so, you know, she, uh, she realized, and then the very next day we were outside and um, she looks down on the ground and there's a crystal quartz right there on the ground and she picked it up and it's hers now. And so, you know, she, she learned some stuff. So it's not, you're not going to get the big, big things. You, it needs to be small things, small, realistic things that you can already approach. Like I said, you can't do a job spell and not put in the applications. It doesn't work that way. Right. <laughs> so, and then start with know. cats, move, move on to the real estate market. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to start small. You'll get there. Right. <laughs> Eventually. right. You know, right. Do the baby steps and it all, it all makes up the big picture. And so, you know, for me personally, I, I am doing a lot of, a lot of work and a lot of manifesting and a lot of letting go. And it's not just that I'm going to do these spells and I'm going to instantly let go of everything. It's a process because I know this has been coming for so long. I've been slowly letting go as I go. And I might even have to deal with it the whole weekend and probably up through the end of the of the retrograde. And then at that point, you know, in my mind, that's the deadline I've set for myself. After the retrograde, all of the shit that I was hanging on to is gone. It's it's it's, it's mm. erased from my my mind, my existence. Um, and then, like I said, the sex magic is just another part of it, just another way to manifest. Um, and it's an even easier way. And again, you can do that by yourself. You can, you can masturbate and do it by yourself. <laughs> well, this is, this is something that just popped in my head now <laughs> when you were saying this, cause I know with sigils, it, it, it the, the idea is that you, you charge them when, uh, it's like you're firing them into the collective unconsciousness, right? Like you're taking this image and you're holding it in your mind. And then at this, like at this, like breaking point at this apex of, um, you know, it would either be if you're, if you're jerking off, it's the orgasm, but you can also do it when you're dancing or meditating or whatever. Right. Like when, when you reach that transcendent point, you're firing this image out or you're firing this, this intention out. And that's where it gets taken up into the, you know, collective and then hopefully manifests, right? Right. But what happens if, like, you the guy's not making you come? Oh. <laughs> like, wow. what happens if, like, you know, you're like, you're like, hello, like, I'm, I got like 15 different things I'm trying to fucking take care of here. And, <laughs> you're you know, me. you keep missing the, you keep missing the button. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, there's bigger things at stake here than. 
so yeah well that's true well okay so i don't have that problem so i can't speak for that okay. i don't think i've ever had sex and not come i, I ever there's, there's definitely there's people like that you know and there's people that are not like that normal people <laughs> but, yeah normal people most women most women don't even come at all i just that's sad for them um <laughs> i'm sorry but that's not me no i uh I'm, I'm pretty i'm pretty lucky so but you're right i mean you're right it might not work for everybody because of those things one thing that i that i plan on doing is like i said well the halloween party is friday and i do plan on having group sex then and mm. um like it's been discussed with the boyfriend it's been discussed with other people i plan on having group sex and i plan on having them all you know i'm going to tell them you know while we're all having sex i want you to think about how much you want me to have what i want and now shouldn't they, they be doing that anyway <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> isn't that like a prerequisite every time that's like... true i guess i am like the star of the show uh during the group sex session so <laughs> you're probably right no i just mean as more of a of a note so it kind of gets them involved right. in 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 the the magic without actually getting personal with it which person you know I, okay. I i prefer and so you know that's that's one of the things that that i'll be doing to kind of help it along um and, but then that's Friday, and then I'd like to, you know, close it off with however I'm going to close it off on Saturday. I'm not sure if I'll disclose to the person what I'm doing. I don't think I have to. It just depends on who it is, I guess. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> Whoever can make me come the most, I suppose. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> they, get, they get taken to the bonus round? Uh, yes. <laughs> it's whoever wins best costume at the party. <laughs> so now notice this is this is her vetting technique for all the guys out there listening this is her vetting technique you have to show proficiency during the audition at no point did she said did she say i'm going to invite them all over and the last one to leave is the one that wins <laughs> exactly <laughs> right it's not like whoever like falls asleep in my bed and then right. refuses to leave yeah. the next morning whoever <laughs> leaves their cell phone and then comes back and awkwardly sits around for four hours no 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 you, there's an audition process you will be graded on it yeah and that will determine your your role in the lineup exactly you know exactly. Yes. You now, is it like now is it like is it like SummerSlam where there's 30 men but like they come in every two minutes or is it just like you hit the ground running and they're all there at once <laughs> that's a really good question so i've never you know and I've, I, I i think i've talked about this before on the show i've never um done any group sex where there's been multiple dicks involved not where multiple dicks are involved and i'm i'm the focus um so this might be a first because i believe that pretty much everybody that is participating i mean we might pick up some stragglers during the party but i'm pretty sure that everybody that's participating besides me has a dick and so th it'll be new it'll be a very new uh experience it's for sure mm. <laughs> so i don't know so usually there's know what happens usually there's more females in the mix there usually is yeah there usually is um with this it's kind of been it's kind of a special a special event that's been planned for the sake of me being fulfilled so <laughs> wow it's kind of, it's kind of a gift to me and so you know and i and i deserve it so um <laughs> there's great. nothing wrong with planning your own party <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> hey you got to you know we're all adults now we don't get to just you know we don't we don't see each other as much as we used to sometimes you got to plan the stuff out and that's just right. 
you know, but like, I'm going to keep, I mean, it's going to be pretty casual. Whoever wants to join can definitely join. Um, you know, that's kind of the goal and that's kind of how I'm setting it up is that, you know what, at the end of the night, there's going to be a lot of sex happening. If you want to join, just stay. If you don't go home early. <laughs> and if I were to have that bonfire on Friday, it would probably just involve people sitting around my backyard, drinking Bud Light, listen, listening to this Metallica playlist that I made on Spotify. <laughs> But. and the thing is is like it's it's not like so this is like every one of my parties so last year was the first year that i had where i was in a relationship a pretty monogamous relationship with somebody during my halloween party and it was the first because i'm usually i have a lot of parties throughout the year I, okay i like get togethers i like people and mm-hmm. you know so i usually have them for just no reason because i like sure them. and um you know but they usually end up in some type of, you know, something sexual is happening at the end. And everybody knows. Everybody knows how my parties are. I'm usually walking around with my tits out. You know, it's just the way it is. And so, you know, I have this boyfriend and he's there. And it was just not, it was not a good, he was very mad at me. <laughs> and I didn't understand because to me, this was just how my life was. And it was probably the first time that I had ever really realized that my life and my social interactions were pretty atypical. <laughs> so, you know, either Well, that's way, pretty good if you got, if you got that far in the game before you felt, you know, <laughs> you had a pretty good run if you made it that far. Yeah, yeah, um, you know, well, because before, I mean, you know, I, I, it's no secret, I was exclusively single for seven years, you know, that was my big thing, I was single, I didn't want to be in a relationship, I fucked who I wanted, you know, that, that was my thing, so then I jump into this relationship, and it wasn't how I ever saw any of my, of my relationships would be, and, you know, yeah, he ended up being very jealous, and very, you know, and that's just not, I'm not that person, and so, it was not a great time. Uh, and I, it just turned into it. it. I had a great time. Yeah, It was everybody else that didn't have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember it being a great, a great event. Um, but we got into a big fight the next day and I'm just like, you know what? So whatever happens this year will definitely beat out what happened last year. But usually my Halloween parties are really, it, it's probably the best party of the year. It really is. Um, nice. So I don't know, but I don't know how this year is going to turn out exactly. I'm not entirely sure who's showing up. Um, you know, you know, I know some people, but you know, it's definitely not going to be the numbers that I'm used to. And, and so I'm trying to like adjust for that. And, and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, you know, should I have a cutoff at some point? I'd be like, you know, I hit so many people and I'm like, you can't come or, you know, I don't know. So, well, um i don't know man that's uh, someone's got to work the door i guess you know <laughs> right. like a, somebody taking you charge 50 bucks for single males 30 30 per couple you know if a couple shows up they get a discount maybe they get in but random random dudes just showing up you know was with track pants on looking for a good time you know yeah, i'm not sure what's gonna happen yet i mean you know, well, I'll just, I mean, I'll see you Friday. So, you know, that's just, and then, and that's how I always present it to. I'm just like, I don't like go out of my way to invite people. I'm like, everybody knows I'm having this Halloween party. I have a Facebook event that I've created for it. I'm like, fucking invite yourselves. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be drunk. <laughs> so, right. That's all that matters to me. So, you know, that's, and that's just usually, I mean, that's usually how I do it every year. It's just that I usually have, I have usually have a really big turnout. So I'm kind of nervous that I, it, might be more people than i expected so 
you never know you know what i mean uh with the with the COVID stuff sometimes people want to go out and sometimes people don't you know right. and that's that's why i've kind of been like just talking to people a little bit here and there and so far everyone i've talked to has been like yeah like yes this is fine you know like get, please let's get together let's do something well one you know. theme in my in my whole magical weekend is friendship and so you know i'm not gonna deprive that right. if, if it's meant to be it'll be and you know that's just kind of the way that i've accepted it to be um so you know i'm gonna try to like i said i'm trying to cultivate some some of my friendships more and you know see where that goes but i don't know if you were to manifest something this weekend pat what would it be um i'm gonna you know i guess i want my my kids to have a good halloween uh first and foremost not that it's like you know the holiday that their whole existence hinges upon sure um you know it's i think it's different for kids nowadays you know they when i was younger we would walk up and down we you go out all night right you'd get in shaving cream fights and you'd come <laughs> home and you'd have a, a pillowcase full of candy and you know that was it now kids today like they they walk two blocks and they're like Can we go home yeah you know and honestly my son likes handing out candy more than he likes going to door to door just because he likes to be that kind of dude because he's chip off the old block Aww. you know oh here here you go here's a tootsie real nice costume you know he's 10 years old technically <laughs> he's the mayor of the block so i i that so i just hope that they have fun with that and they're good and it's not depressing and like you know this is such a weird time in general for children as i'm sure you know um that the little things you can do to kind of give them a sense of normalcy is uh, i feel are important so i think um, the kids need this a lot yeah and i'm and i think you know uh conversely the you know adults need a, the friday night party as well um you know so i mean i just feel that if if that were to be taking place that um you know it's just i i it's nice to be around people and i i've, I've, I've i'm kind of like in the same boat as you is that i've you know i moved out when i was 19 and uh 20 actually i'm sorry moved out when i was like 20 and um i had parties you know i, I probably lived with roommates or, or by myself or had like squatter right apartments for yeah. you know eight a good eight year run and then i you know started having kids when i was about 28 yeah but uh you know for those eight years like yeah man we have parties all the time and I, it was great it was great having friends over and sitting around the kitchen table and shooting the shit and drinking beers and people hooking up and this happened and that happened and the older you get the less that happens you do that, um, yeah. but it sometimes it does still and that's always a good time yeah you know i that's, was that's i like to be that person that makes sure that that still happens because we all miss it you know and that's i feel like right. it's job. I, I used <laughs> My my last job when I worked at a hotel, um, I had an engineering crew that was underneath me, and we would have uh, parties like two or three times a year. We'd have like a spring fling, and a fall formal, and a winter ball, and uh, it was always great. We'd get everyone together, and it was always a different group every year. Sometimes it would be ex-employees, or if someone just left, they'd come back for it. Sometimes there'd be chicks from sales there, just other randos, and... Uh, uh my friend ashley who listens to the show hey ashley she uh would always get us she works in the bar industry and she always get us like hooked the fuck up at some place and it was always a good time and i just was looking at the pictures from um from the last one that we had and last time there was only like there's only like six people it was you know what i mean it was not very well attended <laughs> 
but well that's not true there there was a decent amount at the first bar but when we went to the second bar there was there was a, there was fewer um but a bunch of people hooked up that night and a bunch of weird shit happened and it was like that was that was probably the best one in recent memory not because there was like 20 people there it's because at the end of the night you know it was me and three couples with people that had never met each other before that night and everyone hooked up and everyone texted me the next day telling me what happened their stories and shit and it was just it was fun you know um and yeah it's nice to be the the uh person that orchestrates all that you know what i mean oh yeah it's good it's good to bring people together yeah, that's that's one of my favorite. I mean, I just and I do think so big. Like one year, four twenty fell on an Easter, and that's happened a couple times now. And but the one year I had an Easter egg hunt at my house with like weed related stuff, like in the eggs, and some of them had weed, and some had lighters and joints, and <laughs> I, I, I go all out. Like <laughs> I love that shit. I, I'm I'm fucking I'm a modern day Martha Stewart. It's great. <laughs> well, you you realize the importance of and this this kind of goes back to the magic thing but like i i really think that you know i don't want to say like 90 percent, but like a big deal of quote-unquote magic is to place importance on mundane things yeah oh yeah. what could be seen as mundane things uh, as far as the position of the planets and the stars in the sky to uh elements Number. of nature right numbers exactly and when you talk about dates and holidays and and festivals and parties and we're going to celebrate this and we're going to celebrate that you know yeah i mean look at black wednesday or you know or when i was in a when i was in a band with our our mutual friend mike vanderbilt we always without fail would have christmas eve eve shows right with our band because christmas eve everyone's busy doing family shit but christmas eve eve most people usually have christmas eve off everyone's in town from college it's just as good you know the people are available and that was our christmas show and we did a christmas show every year we always did christmas eve eve and we always did friday the 13th if you know because those pop up a couple times a year too we always played on friday the 13th it's branding you know what i mean you 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 find little signifiers that kind of have importance for whatever reason and you build upon that right right um and i think that 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 works in a couple different ways yeah i agree with that i agree with that it, it's it is very much of a, a stop and smell the roses type of situation um you know you have to really just kind of breathe you know one one piece of advice a friend uh, gives me a lot specifically this year because it's been so rough for me is that you know he'll tell me and he'll he'll just tell me he'll just say you know just stop for a second and look around and don't just look around open your eyes yeah. and 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 it always does give me pause and you know i mean the first time he ever told me we were, we were driving down the highway and it wasn't anything spectacular but it was kind of the sun was kind of setting and you know there was trees and he's just like like look at this it's, it's beautiful and we're sitting here talking about bullshit <laughs> and just ignoring the fact that this is just a beautiful moment and I'm like, wow, you're right. And so, you know, it's just about taking that pause and taking that moment to appreciate the little things for for what they are. And, um, you know, at the same time, don't just use, don't don't just use the things to your advantage all the time and then not appreciate that, you know, the gifts that you're given. Um, right. You know, you got to do both. <laughs> and, and you're right. That's pretty much what it is, what it is about. We'll definitely cover more um, topics um it's just again like i mentioned before 
there's a lot to this world <laughs> that <laughs> you know you can't consolidate all of it down into an hour and a half episode you know it just doesn't work that way um no know. i think it'll be like the dinosaur conspiracy one where it's kind of like creationism is something we talked about over three episodes and right. like you know what i mean like it was kind of one there were three very distinct episodes but there was a very strong through line um you know if it was a comic book it would be the same you know it would be a mini series or something right you know and uh i yeah i could see this kind of this kind of being something we come back to a few times although next you know next tuesday i don't know you want to talk about you know the calendar and and the importance of dates next tuesday the next time we record is november 3rd yeah (laughs) election day it's a big day (laughs) we might record a day early because but we i guess oh okay we're not gonna know the results right away is what i'm hearing um so like we're not there's oh i think we'll know that night i think uh, yeah i don't know i'm hearing something why you think it's gonna be that close what what, first (laughs) were you hearing what are you hearing i don't think it's gonna be that close so because of the way that they've done mail-in voting this year is that they've kind of pushed that date off and so because they've pushed that date off it most likely we're not going to know the election results on on that night well wisconsin just they were trying to get um an extension for um their absentee voting and i think that whatever judge supreme court or whatever i don't know if it was uh if it was the state court or if it was the you know federal court but some judge told them no 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 you have to have yeah your absentee ballots counted by november 3rd you're not there's gonna be no extension for this that they're they're pretty much maintaining uh they need to do business as usual as far as that goes which you know what like i have family that that worked in um local government as far and especially with the with the elections and it, it was not to get super political but it's very interesting because like they're acting like a lot of this is like unprecedented and it's really not like absentee voting has been a fucking thing for a very long time and there's been a whole whole lot of systems in place to make sure that this stuff happens and it's 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 accounted for and there's people that get hired for election time they're called judges um (laughs) that no really they're called judges of election and they're, they're they're hired and they're they're equal parts they're from the democratic party and the republican party and they make sure that all this stuff is is handled correctly so the fact that like people are acting like our system can't handle this like yeah we can well the problem is that people um, don't really what they people think that mail-in voting is different than absentee voting and it's not it's the same thing they just call it something different they'll call it something different in every state i don't know why but it's the same goddamn thing and and you know the thing is is that if you don't think that it's good enough for you then what you're saying is that it's not good enough for our military and last time right. last time Those i checked biggest, if you the, don't agree with the military biggest... then you can't be yeah <laughs> i mean that's it just comes down to that you know so it's just it's not like i'm not you know you're 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 over here like oh yeah they're called judges and i'm like haha and it's not that it's just that people really don't know how any of this works and right. we all want to have opinions on it and so i don't know you know anyway you know without getting further into it the next time we talk, we you guys hear us talk um we we might have a new president so <laughs> it'll be <laughs> right it'll be a very interesting coming weeks um 
I, I haven't really decided yet if we want to do a uh, any type of like government related episode or if we just want to do something absolutely ridiculous to kind of give everybody a break from the politics and things like that. I'm not sure. I I don't think that's a terrible idea just because it would be it'd be awesome if we could get this to, to, to bring it full here. circle. <laughs> <laughs> that would be perfect. <laughs> it would be fucking perfect. You should get, why don't you try to get him to your fucking party on Friday? I don't want him to know where I live. <laughs> See, that's well, dangerous. I mean, if it wasn't at my house, yeah, but, I would. But like, like he's not a danger when he's here with like my fucking ten other boyfriends. But like when I'm here by myself, like it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could. That, that's that's true. You know, it's it's not like you move after that day. It's like right. no, I, I'll, I'll still be here on Tuesday. Right. You know? <laughs> so. Um, but I don't know. We'll try to we'll try to talk him into it a little bit more, and hopefully, you know, get him on. If you guys have questions for this guy, please fire him at us because it's a shame he doesn't have it. I guess I didn't really ask. I mean, we know he's on Facebook because that's how we, that's how we that's were chatting we were yesterday. Him, yeah. But yeah. Uh, I wonder if he's on Twitter. It would be his profile is pretty locked down, so I don't I don't know. I don't think so. He's kind of yeah, kind of dumb. Don't say that, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's terrible. That's, I don't. I mean. Okay, maybe not kind of dumb. He just seems kind of spacey. He says he's okay. Wait a minute. So no, he said he wasn't very tech savvy. So that's, that's right. I think I think that's what you meant. Is that right. technologically dumb? Which I think he would probably agree with you on that. Right. Right. So I don't no, think he's probably I, on Twitter. Yeah. But I, but I mean, yeah. I, I mean, if you guys have questions for him and you're curious about his giant dick, it is very interesting. Um, if you have questions for him about the about the aliens, I mean, please, you know, shoot him at us, and, and we'll try our best to get him on the show. I mean, he seems at least partially interested, so we could, you know, try to set that up and see what we can do. Yeah, you can contact us via the Twitter at Wednesdays Talk, uh, Wednesdays Plural Talk on Twitter. Wednesdays we talk weird podcasts. Wednesdays talk, and we'll be uh, we'll be on there. But either way, guys, be safe for Halloween. If you're gonna do any uh manifesting make sure you you know drop some old shit and pick up some new shit uh that's you know my my best advice so <laughs> other than that we will see you guys next wednesday